0: Doubted we'd ever see it, but here it is. The return to glory. Now it's time for the two on one, a fantasy football podcast, the official podcast of the Super Friends League. That boy, good. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 2 on one a fantasy football podcast. I'm your commish, Tommy Moe, flying solo tonight to bring you a mini pod about the Masters tournament that just happened yesterday, uh, which also coincides with one of the best times in the sports world with the Masters, the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, uh, Major League Baseball is underway. We got the Frozen Four and college hockey all going down this past weekend. And, uh, you know, that's not even to mention social events like Coachella, and the final season premiere of Game of Thrones. So even though we love fantasy football, and are a fantasy football podcast, one of our other passions the past few years has been playing golf. And, and like we've seen with so many other athletes in other sports, after your football or basketball playing days are over, one of the best sports to turn your attention to mastering is the game of golf. It's the ultimate pursuit of perfection, where the only person you're really playing against is yourself. And since the Masters is probably the best tournament on tour, I figured I recorded many podcasts to celebrate this momentous occasion for Tiger Woods and fans of the sport because we've all seen that Tiger can still bring the crowds. So to help me talk about the Masters tonight, we have a guest on the podcast. He's an old friend of the 211 crew from our high school days and one of the better amateur golfers I know, Stefan DeLorenzo. What's up, Stefan? Welcome to the 211. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited it's been a while since we actually caught up, but I follow you on Instagram and have been watching you get really into golf these past few years and frankly playing more golf than ever than anyone else I know. So how do you manage to get out on the links so much?
1: You know, work hard, play hard, just easy, easy <laughs> formula. But, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough with my job to be a member at a country club here in San Diego. So I'm able to sneak away a little bit from work. And, uh, when I do golf, full 18 hole rounds uh, i'm typically uh the first group out so i'm home by 10 and i keep the wife happy as well so nice little balance there
0: yeah that's what it's all about right happy wife happy life
1: yep another easy
0: formula (laughs) (laughs) so uh so tell the listeners a little bit about your golf background because the last time we played sports together it was high school football and if i remember right you were you were a wide receiver right
1: Correct. Yeah. Wide receiver. Then, uh, I played soccer, um, in high school as well. So I was a
0: kicker for the team as well. That's right. So, so golf, uh, was that just a passion sport? Cause I know you did play it at, at, in high school. Yeah.
1: Golf was definitely a, a passion sport, um, for me. I never really played, uh, competitively or like an organized setting, but started really, really young. My, my granddad had a passion for it. So. Um uh, me just being a, a big, you know, fan of his and him being one of my, you know, childhood heroes, just wanted to emulate things he did. So yeah. I took up golf really early, played it my whole life and uh, just continue trying to get better and better and, and perfect what I can. So I uh, worked my way into a single digit handicap and just try to play as much as I can.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, that was my next question. So what is your handicap currently?
1: Um, currently right now, well, they come out coincidentally, uh, the first and the 15th of every month. So I just got my new handicap today, um, which was the seven. So pretty nice. strong there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've seen, uh, you recently, uh, getting into the seventies, uh, pretty consistently recently. Um, mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, if I'm going to talk about the masters in golf, I got to give you a call and see if you want to come on the show. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy you did. So wh- what are some of the better courses you play? Because you said uh, you're a member at a club in San Diego. Have you gone out to Torrey Pines and some of the better ones?
1: Yeah, so Torrey Pines, we're lucky enough here in San Diego that it's a city course. So if your address has uh, San Diego in it, you're able to get a city card. And I have one of those. So we can play the the south course for like 60-something bucks, the north course for 40-something so that's a course that we, we frequent when we can. T-time's a little harder to get because of popularity, but yeah, fun to play. Uh, I'm a member of the Crosby Club here in, in Rancho Santa Fe, which is one of the nicer clubs um, in the county. And then previous job, I actually worked at the Bridges, which is a you know, cream of the crop as far as yeah. country clubs. Phil Mickelson's a member there and, and some other big names like Scotty Cameron and um, guys like that. So it's, it's cool to be able to, to play courses where those, those big names are able to play
0: well and i feel like we're so lucky living in southern california and, and and you and san diego there's so many good courses throughout san diego but especially like north county area um we were just out last week at arrowwood and oh yeah i, was, I, was, I was shocked at yeah i was shocked at how nice that course was and they had just punched the greens a couple of weeks ago so the price was cheaper but it was still right. really nice
1: right um, and not to mention we don't have a golf season like i have a friend that just moved from uh from uh, here to New Jersey and he's got his clubs in in storage
0: for a couple months still, you know, yeah. so we're lucky enough that that's not even a, a thing on our mind. So we're definitely yeah, blessed. We're, yeah. Way blessed. And, and we have a few listeners of our podcast that are, are back East or, or in the Midwest, like Indiana or, or Minnesota. And I know there's definitely times of the year that they're, they're just hurting the You know, oh, can't yeah. play golf can't do anything else. Could only imagine. So, uh, <clears throat> so what's your dream goal with, with, with just playing golf? I mean, is it, is it truly a passion hobby or, or do you have like this crazy lifelong goal like me to like end up on the senior PGA tour one day or something? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, that would, that would be a story in itself. But <laughs> for me, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I like to be, you know, the best at what I, what I do and, you know, playing with my friends is fun, but just wanting to, to you know, get better and, and, uh, and enjoy it at the same time, you know, it is, is great. So for me it's strictly just a, a hobby, a passion and something that I, I enjoy to do. I have uh done some caddying in the past and I, I love oh, doing nice. that as well. I've got caddy for some some good amateurs around here and, and a couple uh country club tournaments as well with some members so um that's always fun and something that I enjoy doing too. It's just anything that you can do to kinda
0: grow the game, be part of the game and yeah. experience it is is okay by me. And I think it's been cool, too, you know, because I know a while ago golf was having a little bit of problem with getting a lot of people out there. And, and at least I feel like our generation, you know, kind of like actually all the 30s, right? Early to late 30s has, has really picked up the game a lot more and kind of furthering it along and keeping it going. And, and especially when you have younger guys that have gone to the tour and done really well, you know, like Ricky. Shoot. I mean, Dustin Johnson's getting a little bit older, but. Um, right. He's yeah, right. number
1: one in the world now after after the Masters rankings. Dustin Just, Johnson's back on top. So
0: he's, guy's killing it.
1: Yeah, he's, it's actually Team TaylorMade
0: is is
1: they have five of the top ten players in the world right now. They're they're killing it.
0: That whole team. Yeah, that, that's a life right there. Just play golf all day and be sponsored yeah. and get Why married not. to Pauline Negretzky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so to rope this back into here. fantasy, uh, a little bit, do you, do you play fantasy golf or any other fantasy sports like football?
1: No, I do, fantasy, I mean, fantasy football, um, given a couple, couple leagues a year. Um, other than that, I, I, I don't do too much of the fantasy sports. I do a couple, like of the, like the masters, I did like a pool, typically with the majors, we'll, we'll do like a pool here or there like a pickle and pool, but nothing like a season long commitment, um, other than fantasy football.
0: Nice. You got to tell the listeners about, or just talk about that, your brand new thing that I just saw on Instagram, which really made me think about bringing you on. Uh, what are you and your buddies doing for, for every major going on this year?
1: Oh yeah. So, um, uh, I, I actually uh, attended an event, quick little backstory on the, on the first trophy that we used. I attended an event for uh, my real estate company where, this girl was trying out all different jobs. She's recently divorced, was trying all different jobs. It's called Molly's Tries. One of the things she was trying to do was be a caddy. So mm. her costume or her, her uh, uniform for being a caddy was a fake master's jacket. So uh, we we decided, hey, you know, let's, let's uh, all play golf. We have this cool little uh, um, executive course um, that has lights called Mission Bay here in San Diego. So the Wednesday before the Masters, we decided let's start this tradition and let's, let's, uh, let's play for the green jacket. And, and none of my friends knew I was bringing it. They didn't even know I had it. So we get there and I said, Hey, oh, that's great for us. I bust out the jacket and all of our monetary bets go to the side. We don't, we're not even playing for money. Everybody's concentrated on winning this jacket. <laughs> we, we play the 18 holes, comes down to a two hole playoff. And, uh, my, one of my best friends, Ben ends up winning it. Uh, on the second playoff hole. So he got the green jacket. He keeps it for the year. Um, Then we decided we had so much fun. Let's carry this over and do it for every major. So yeah. each person got in charge of a major. They're going to get their own trophy. We're going to play for it. We're going to rank, uh keep standings, have the whole FedEx Cup and uh the race to the championship, uh just kind of emulating what the PGA pros do and have a little fun with it at the same time. Really, David. really a blast. I, I'll <laughs> be honest with you, Tommy. I have played for some, some money, some big stakes with work guys, friend guys. I've never been so nervous playing for a
0: $5 green jacket than
1: I had in my life. It was unbelievable.
0: Oh, and it's it like Dragon rights or, or something like that. Uh, it doesn't yeah. matter what the prize is. you got to win it. Yeah.
1: Not at all. I, I mean, we watched it. We watched the Masters early on Sunday morning. And of course, my buddy that won and he shows up at my house a jacket. I would ex- <laughs> expect a nothing less, but I mean, it doesn't fit him. It's it's fantastic, though. It's so good.
0: Oh, that's so yeah. good. Yeah, man. Like I said, I, when I saw that on your story, I was like, this is, this is one of the better things I've seen on, on Instagram. This is awesome. Yeah, it was good. Good time. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, go into quick hits right now and, and go through the Masters and, uh, talk a little bit about that tournament quick hits so uh so stefan just give me your uh your overall impression of the tournament um did you watch the whole thing every single day did you just get like an overview i, I mean i'm sure someone like you that's yeah. really into golf was was on the couch watching most of it
1: yeah i mean the weekend i didn't do anything like i i watched it i'm i'm watching saturday and sunday every shot almost thursday and friday a little more difficult with work but you know having a a Green up and kind of streaming and peeping over and checking the scores definitely, but first impressions is man, you know golf is if if it wasn't back it's it's back now, I mean, yeah, you kind of alluded to it earlier that whole thirty something generation kind of grew up on golf, and that's the tiger effect we, yeah. we grew up watching this guy dominate, and you know golf maybe. Uh, fell off for some people, but it's so cool that this guy just won and a whole another generation can just see what people have been talking about and, um, witness that greatness firsthand. It, it almost gave me chills. Kind of, you could say what you want about the guy in his personal life, but on the golf course, he's king. And that was just unbelievable to watch.
0: Well, and like when, when he won and he's walking back, uh, to the clubhouse to check in. And, you know, he, he goes through all the fans, but the last people he goes past are all the golfers, you know, and so oh, I mean,
1: <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote it down. I mean, I couldn't believe the guys that are standing there. Ricky, yeah. e, Justin Thomas, Xander, Bubba, Zach Johnson, Brooks, Holter, and, and Bernhard Langer, the old school vet. They're all just standing yeah. there waiting, congratulating him on, you know, Brooks lost by a shot and he's the first guy that's there congratulating him. At, yeah. You know, it's just, you know, it's the tiger effect.
0: And then cool. I could like see like Justin Thomas's eyes. Like he almost like lit up like a little kid again, you know, just yeah. seeing, just seeing tiger walk by cool. as a champion. Dander,
1: I, I've met Xander. Xander's a San Diego guy. He's actually a member of the country club. I'm a member. at. Oh, nice. Um, really great guy. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm usually sad when I'm this close in golf tournaments. He goes, that was so special. That was, I was giddy. He was like, that's what I watched as a kid. Like I got to, yeah. I got to be a part of it and witness it. And that was just so cool. Like that's, that's what it's about. Like, you know, that's for, for them, it's more than golf. It's the life. It's just, it was, it was cool to see.
0: Yeah. That's it's you're right. Uh, golf is back. And it's funny because when go- when Tiger was first coming up, you saw so many golf courses open. You saw so many people take to the game of golf. And then when yep. he had his struggles, when he was going down, it did dip, you know. And yep. and, and then you saw the rise of, of all some of these younger guys trying to fill that gap a bit. And now that Tiger's back, it's almost it's almost like a whole different playing field he's going against, you know. And I feel like the last couple of years of him working on this comeback has him been trying to adapt to this new. Uh, this new crop of guys that have come up and the new type of competition that's out there. And so to see him like rise to this occasion, stay pretty much in the lead for the you know, the last three days at least or last two, um yeah. you know, it was great to see him keep at it and, and then almost have a two stroke lead, you know, to win the whole thing, but still finishing out on top was, was awesome.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he's never, I mean, out of now that's his 15th major, he's never won one from behind. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he was there was a point where me and my buddies we were you we we're all at our house, he he goes three back and I looked at him and said, Well, he's not gonna get this one And yeah. <laughs> very next hole two shot swing and he's right back in it. So I'm just he has that don't give up attitude and that's that's you know that, that can go
0: a lot. He just doesn't quit. Yeah, our our yeah. other co host Dominic was uh was watching it and I think when he turned it on Tiger Bogey twice and he's like, Oh god, I gotta turn it off. I can't I can't watch yeah. it. <laughs> I'm jinxing yep. them. That's exactly it. Yeah. So, so in your eyes, uh, what makes the Masters so special? You know, what makes this tournament so different than every other tournament on tour?
1: I mean, just the overall prestige. I mean, you, you see, I follow all these golfers on on Instagram, and you know, they play in all these tournaments. But the one thing that they get so excited about, and that every single one of them posts every year. Is when they get that invitation to come play in the Masters in the mail that you're cordially invited, you know, to yeah. to participate in whatever you know number of Masters it is. Like, you know, they get goosebumps. That that translates to the spectators, you know, that just overall just class that the tournament conducts itself in, and and um, you know, they're they're old school. You can't have cell phones on the ground, you know. There's no running on the course, you know. They're they're yeah. old school and the immaculate conditions and there's the overall just privacy of the course um, where it's on everyone's bucket list to want to yeah. play or, or go see. Um, so the fact that we get to watch, you know, the best in the game play once a year and, and you know, showcase their skills there and, and win, you know, a, a cool trophy, something that they can, you know, cherish forever is, you know, just encompasses such a great event.
0: And like you said, like stuff that's old school, you know, I, I love, the uh, the caddies always have to wear the jumpsuits, yep. uh, the, the par three contests with their families. Yep. I, th- I just think it's so cool. It's,
1: I mean, the champions dinner, like how cool is that? The champion yeah. gets to, you know, pick every, every dish for the dinner for, you know, every past champion the year before and put their own twist to it. Like if that's not bragging rights right there, like that's right. just you know, come to my dinner. This is my food. Like
0: I'm the winner, you know, and like, how cool is that? That's well, so and it's cool. like, it's like the Super Bowl of, of the PGA tour, but like it doesn't crown the winner, you know, of the whole, yeah, uh, exactly. tournament, whole tour that year, you know, but it's still, uh, right. it's just all those bragging rights. It's the prestige, like you said. Yeah. And, and, and I guess the national is just so iconic, you know, in the sports world, even if you don't know golf, you know, the masters. Yeah. Very so, great. so would, you know, a lot of people are calling this, you know, Calling Tigers win, the biggest comeback in sports history. Uh do you agree with that statement?
1: I mean, it's up there. Um, I don't I don't see how it couldn't be. Um comebacks, always a couple come to my come to my mind most recently, the Patriots and you know, against the Falcons. Yep. Um, just the magnitude of it being the Super Bowl and the Mecca of sports and, and the culmination of a of a season. But then the Red Sox being down oh three to the to the Yankees and just the all the just past you know that they have yeah you know with that and beating their rival and coming back and winning and then not only beating them and then winning the world series from it um you know i'd put those up there but this is just you know i watched the clip today of you know it's five minutes long of all these reporters and this and that thing he's done he's got to retire and and
0: here we are talking about him right i love that tiger's watching that too is that the same i know it's so good he's watching the clip yeah it's it's so oh, good okay. cuz that's it, it, guys like that like tiger michael jordan uh kobe bryant they feed off of that you know they feed oh, yeah. off of you counting them out and 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 for guys that are some of the hardest workers um in their craft you know to to still be counted out you know and they're yeah. the best of the game they're still counted out i know they just feed on it and it makes them so much better
1: well i mean Tiger's caddy told him after he bogeyed those two in a row. He said, "You know, you got to loosen up a little bit. You got to keep that focus, but you got to have fun too. Yeah, and don't forget your Tiger fucking Woods. You know, (laughs) (laughs) like like, this this is your shit. Yeah, you got it done. That's awesome.
0: It's your stage. It's the biggest stage. It's it's yeah. yeah, It's what he's prepared for. I mean, and I I think it's the I think it's the biggest comeback just because of how long it's taken, you know, for him to get there and, and how much he's had to go through." you know all the personal drama issues uh that got brought up that he had to like fight through uh, all the back issues the injuries and like i said earlier like coming back with with all these new kids that are amazing golfers you know they're all 22 to 25 and and still being 43 years old and beating them all i mean we've we've had tiger in our lives for basically the last 23 years you know we've had the michael jordan of golf for the last 20 years and, and we're super lucky um, as a generation to be able to see that and to see him still do it now that we're a little bit older. I think that's part of it too, right? Is like, yeah, like the older guy can still do it. You can still get it done. Yeah, I agree. So any surprise players, uh, or players that just surprise you with their finish in the tournament? I mean, you ma- I you mean, mentioned there a, already.
1: There was a stat that I saw that just blew my mind. That was no master's champion has ever had fewer than five bogeys hmm. and won the tournament. And Molinari had one bogey after three rounds. Wow. So, I mean, the guy was just steady. Eddie was yeah. so consistent. And then that, that hole tw- whole 12, you know, that's the hole that I look at on the scorecard and I'm like, this is the easiest hole on the course It's short part three, a little creek in front, get it over the creek and you're fine. And we saw what Jordan did a couple of years ago. And now Francesco, you know, had similar results there. So, that that was a surprise to see someone so steady get to a, a hole that you, you know can cause you fits and then and they ate right into it um Xander is second time around the course to the finish where he finished unbelievable for such a young guy yeah um everybody loves to hate the guy Ian Poulter but you know I, I have respect for him his game what he's done and he he matched up with Tiger on Saturday and didn't get lost in the shuffle and and put up, put up a fight. And you hear so many times that it's so hard to play with tiger because of everything that's going on and he didn't get lost in it. So, um, and then I think mostly my biggest takeaway is I know all the limelight was on him. He was the betting favorite going into it, but just Rory's just lackluster or just staying in the limelight tournament. He just, whenever he's not talked about, he wins when he's talked about, he sides away from it. So, um, that was that was surprising for me to see him not not in the thick of it come Sunday.
0: Well, and it's funny you say that too because I'm looking at uh, at the Vegas odds right now um, before the tournament started, and and Rory was was the odds favorite eight to one yeah. to, to win the yeah. whole thing, you know, and and then you have Tiger at fourteen to one. So it's just yeah, it's real interesting. You know, certain players rise to certain occasions, and and as good as all these guys are, you know, you got to come out at the right time and um you know the other one and then not that they surprised me that they were i didn't think they were going to do well you know but it just seemed like brooks and dustin just had a really great finish you know and ended up like popping up for tight for second you know kind of almost at the last minute those guys just keep it going too and and yeah those guys
1: they're steady i mean they're they just hit it so long and it's just such an advantage when when you can do that uh plus they're they're golf is obviously so you know on the course it's just you but the work that goes into it behind behind the scenes and just me being lucky enough to be around it during the farmers and seeing just a one event what these guys put into it like yeah there's a there's a team behind it and i I don't think there's a better team than what brooks has with him they they just produce results in majors and they focus on that and and go from there um so it's kind of, it's kind of uh, you see that, you know, it, it seems like, oh, they're just always there. But it, it, it's, it's by design. It's, it's calculated. They know what they're doing. They know where to take their risks. And, you know, but
0: they it, know where they can score. It's amazing how the average golfer doesn't realize how much work goes into it every single week, Crazy. how much they study, how much they work out. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's your whole team. Um, there's very few sports where it's solely yourself. You know, and, and you're you're doing everything. You know, everyone has a good coach. Everyone that's successful has a good coach. They have good people behind them. They have a good team to make sure they're eating right, staying in shape, staying right. healthy. So, which players were were you personally rooting for? I mean, I think everyone I was mean, going for Tiger. I would assume that's a yeah.
1: If you don't say Tiger, you're lying. Um, <laughs> Phil, for sure. Phil, I love Phil met phil many a times i like got to drink out of the claret jug when he won the when he nice. won the, the british open so um san diego guy gotta love phil gotta love xander uh, i'm a ricky guy so those were probably the ones that i was pulling for the most um but just unbelievable sunday just to witness to watch all that and and uh and have tiger tiger get that jacket back
0: yeah i was i was personally rooting for tony tony finnell um all the oh, yeah, last two crazy. days just hard, you know, and and yeah. for him to get that final pairing, you know, I knew he had his work cut out for him. I knew that was gonna be a real tough day to to be playing with Tiger. Yeah. Um, he hung in there though. Yeah, and 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 you know, being obviously I'm gonna like him because he's half Samoan uh, and half Tongan, but mm. you know, the the guy's an athlete. He, oh yeah, you know, could have played football or basketball yeah. and been equally successful and he's got one tour win so far and and now two top 5 finishes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think he's got a great career ahead of him. He just I, I think it's a short game that's really going to he, he's really got a master's short game if if he wants yeah,
1: to. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the long hitters if they can get a little bit of touch, yeah. They're unstoppable. I mean, it's just it's just simple to break down. You hit it further than anyone and you got touch around the green, you're going to be there. But yeah, he he held his own it was you know, nice to see and, and he had some of the nicest words to say for Tiger after It's so he's, he always learned a lot about a, a guy's character when they're so close and still are able to compose themselves after and right. he's such a great family guy too so it's you, hard not to root for him
0: yeah Tony's my boy I mean, if I can get him on the podcast one time. If, Tony, if you're listening, man, we got to get yeah, you on Yeah, let's the show. get it. Let's get it. <laughs> well, that's right fun. on, man. You know, Stefan, thank, thank you so much for, for coming on the show tonight. Of course. Um, thank for having me, man. Anytime. Can you let the audience know where they can find you on Instagram?
1: Yeah, sd 3 putts.
0: SD3puts. SD the number
1: three putts, yeah.
0: No three putts, though.
1: No, we try to. That's actually <laughs> the best part of my game is putting, but i got to have a little fun with it, right?
0: Hey, man, that that's, <laughs> it all comes down to putting, you can get the ball there, you can hit it super far, but if you're not making your putts, you know, just God like Tiger Woods, sure. like, you got to make oh, your putts. Hey, no. <laughs> yep, That's it. That's it. Right on. Thanks, man. Yeah.
1: Always a pleasure, man. Good to catch up with you. Say hi to the family. All
0: right. You too. Congrats on the, right, on the care. wedding and the new wife and all that.
1: Yeah. I got a little one coming a month. Uh, yeah. A month, a month in the due date.
0: Yeah. Right on.
1: All right, man. Take care. Bye. All right,
0: you too. All right, all right. Thanks, man. So if you like what you're listening to, please rate and review the show and subscribe anywhere you download your podcasts, literally anywhere during the off season. You can continue to follow our daily posts on the pods, Twitter handle at two on one FFB Podcast. And now we're also on Instagram at the same username two on one FFB Podcast. Let us know what you think of the podcast Add us or send us a DM And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Teemo52 underscore. And stay tuned for our next episode coming up immediately following the NFL draft with our special guest for that show, the one and only Mike Taglier from Fantasy Pros. Until then, check you later. That boy.